Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy, verse 2, and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix and Michelle Mix. Welcome this week, um, and I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. Okay, and we do want to welcome uh, Pamela Lampton um, as a a third host uh, with us, and we appreciate you joining us. Um, And you're going to join us for the um, future shows. You are um, joining us as another host, and so we um, appreciate uh, your feedback that you give us and that you're joining us. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and so with that, uh, would you like to open in prayer? Dear Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for another day that you have given us, Lord. We want to thank you for your grace, your mercy, your peace that you bring upon our lives, Lord. And most of all, we thank you so much for your salvation that you have given us, Lord, freely. Lord, I pray that you would be with the ones who are listening in every country, in every city, and across the lands, Lord, that you would bless their hearts, answer the questions that they have in their soul, Lord. And we pray that you would help each one to open their hearts and their minds to your word and mostly to the gospel of Jesus Christ. In the Lord Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 And so to bring us up to um, date to where we are, we're actually continuing what we started uh, last week. Uh, We did some questions, uh, but we're still in Romans chapter 1 and 2. So to bring us up to where we are, um, uh, we were talking about the advantage of the Jew works his greater condemnation and the Gentile pagan moralizes um, as if he knows better than the other pagans. So, what do we mean by that, Michael? Well, the, uh, he's talking about the uh, pagans, uh, the Gentiles, uh, the ones that are do-gooders, the ones that say, I'm good and I'm not like the rest of them. They're just as bad uh, through their good works. They're just as condemned as the ones that are through their bad works. So, they're, they're all sinners, and they're lost in their sin. The same way with the Jew. The Jew thinks because he's a Jew that he is in right standing with God. Because he's a Jew. Because he's a Jew, and and it has nothing to end. They're relying on their righteousness and not God's. So, Okay, and that leads us into, uh, we're picking up where we left off. Um, It looks like um, where we have Romans, is this chapter 1-7? No, Romans 2, 7. 2, 7. Start there. I'll read um, 2 through 11, and then we'll go back to the related verses, okay? Okay. So it's Romans uh, 2, 7. To them who by patient, continuous in well-doing, seek for glory and honor and immortality and eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil, of the Jew first, and also of the Gentile. But glory 
honor and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first and also to the Gentiles. For there is no respecter of person. There is no respecter of person. Everybody is judged on the same level. Whether you're high on the ladder or low on the ladder, Jew or Gentile, we're all judged on the same level. Um, Pamela, would you read um, 1 Corinthians 15, 42, and then go to uh, Romans 5, 10, 21? Okay. 1 Corinthians 15. Cor okay. Yeah, yes, First Corinthians 15, 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. Romans 5, 10 through 21. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled by God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Yeah, you always got to remember, too, that Christ died on the cross while we, we were yet sinners. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, as by one man entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no sin, no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that have not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. And he's saying there that before the law, they were sinners. From Adam to Moses, they were all sinners without the law, written law. Okay, go ahead. Who is the figure of him that was to come. That's referring back to Adam. Yes. Adam was the first man and Jesus is the first God man. Yes. That what that's re referring to. But not as the offense. Yes, Jesus Jesus was the second Adam. Yeah. So okay. But not as the offense, so also the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift of by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Yeah, we've always got to remember our salvation is free. It's a gift. We don't work for it. So we don't, it's faith and faith alone. There's no works involved in that. When the Jews, before the Apostle Paul, it was always, and for the Jews, it was works plus faith. In the body of Christ, in this age of grace, it's faith and faith alone. Okay, go ahead. For if, for if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. And then we have verse 18 through 21. Mm -hmm. Yes. Can we read that one? Sure. Jump right Therefore, in as by one offense 
of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin aboundeth, grace much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. It's saying there that no matter what your sin is, how, how bad your sin is, grace is greater. And, and, uh, and no matter what your sin is, you can always be saved. And that, of course, is faith and believing, that, uh, believing the gospel, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and the shedding of his blood. Michelle, would you read um, Acts 7.51? Michelle? Yes. Acts uh, 7.51, please. Okay. So ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so did ye. Yeah, the... Um, uh, the Jews were always resisting the Holy Ghost. Uh, Stephen was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he he went to the leaders and gave his speech to uh, like a history lesson to them about how they uh, uh, murdered their their uh, prophets and whatever, and they were resisting the Holy Spirit. They send John. God sends John the Baptist. He's a messenger from God. They behead him. He sends his son, Jesus Christ. They crucified him. They sent the Holy Spirit with Stephen, and they stoned him. Okay. All right. Uh, Pam, would you read um, Deuteronomy 10, 17? Okay. For the Lord your God is God of gods, and the Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty, and a terrible, which regardeth not persons, nor taketh reward. Yeah, there's a wrath. God is the God of love, but he's also the God of wrath. In Acts 10.34, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of the truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of person. And there again, we've talked about he has, everybody is equal in, in being judged. Yeah, every, everybody's the same. And it's, yeah. it's again, as you know, I even mentioned last, last week that um, in this day and age, it is nice to know that we are all the same. It doesn't matter where we come from. It doesn't matter. Um, what we look like, we are all the same. There's no respecter, so we're we're all under the same um, judgment. Yeah, and, and there's uh, there's no difference between a Jew and a Gentile, male or female. We're all the same, and we're all saved the same way. And when we come into the body of Christ, we're equal. We have different positions, but we're all equal. Mm -hmm. um, Romans uh, t Romans uh, two. 12 through 16. 
For as many as have sinned without the law shall also perish without the law. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. So he's talking about the two groups, the Gentiles and the Jews. For not the hearer of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. For when the Gentiles, which have no law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these, having not the law, are a law unto themselves. We, when we're created, we're created with the law in us. But we've seared our minds and seared our consciences. And we sin, we reject it, and we sin. Well, we sin because we're sinners. Okay, uh, 15. Which shows the work of the law written in their hearts. Their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts, thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to the gospel. And Michelle, do you know what the gospel is? Uh, death, burial, and resurrection. And we'll be judged by that. Yes. We stand on that, and we're judged by that. Do I get a clap? Did yeah. I get it this time? Congratulations. Thank <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, then you get to read Romans 10, 8, then. Okay. And Romans 10, 15, 16, if you would, please. Okay. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, and in thy heart, that is, the word of faith, which we preach. Romans ten fifteen through 16. And how shall they preach, except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Esaias saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? Yeah, the, um, you, you first have to have a preacher or a proclaimer. So we proclaim the word or we preach the word, the gospel. A man hears it. And then if he receives it, he is filled with the Holy Ghost. He's sealed. And he be, he's justified and he's righteous. So he has to hear the word, then believe the word, and then he becomes a new creation. Okay? And some accept it and some reject it. And um, uh, we'll go back to uh, Romans, Romans 2, 17 through 25. Behold, thou art called a Jew, and restest in the law, and maketh the boast of God. They're, they're bragging about they, they're who they are, who they were born as Jews. And knowing his will, and approveth the things that are more excellent, being instructed out of the law, and art confident that thou thyself are a guide of the blind, a light of them which are in darkness, as instructed of the foolish, the teachers of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth of the law. Thou therefore, which teaches, teaches another, teachest thou not thyself. In other words, he's a hypocrite. Thou that preachest a man should not steal, does thou steal? 
In other words, he's a hypocrite. He preaches one thing and he does the same thing himself. Doesn't that sound familiar for today? Yes. Thou that sayest a man should not commit adultery, does thou commit adultery? Thou that whorest idols, does thou commit sacrilege? Or rob the temple? He's, well, he's talking about sacrilege, robbing the temple, robbing, robbing the congregation. Mm-hmm. Thou that makest thou boast of the law, through breaking the law, dishonors thy God. Um, Shell, would you read, or Pam, would you read uh, Romans 3.23? Okay. Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. How many have sinned? For all. Everybody alike. Okay. Mm-hmm. Romans 2.24. For the name of God is blaspheming among the Gentiles through you as it is written. The Gentiles look at Israel, look at the Jews, and they teach one thing and do the do what they're do the opposite of what they're teaching, and they they blaspheme in God to the Gentiles because the Gentiles are saying, Look at those hypocrites. So I, th- I think we're coming up on a break here, Michelle. Or? Yes. Yeah, we'll come up to a break, and then when we come back from our break, uh, we're, we're going to take a break from the Romans, and we're going to um, look at some questions that uh, Pam has brought to us, brought with her today. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go over that uh, when we come back. And remember, right before um, any time that you want to just drop something in the mail, you can always send us mail at 14th Street Ministries, 3377 West Broad, Columbus, Ohio, 43204. We look forward to receiving um, old-fashioned mail. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show. Hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
are listening to the radio program, Why Paul? If you'd like to participate in today's program, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Mix at 14thStreetMinistries.com. Now back to Why Paul? And we are back, and I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. All right. And so now we're back. We're just going to switch gears for a little bit. And uh, Pam, you bring um, questions for us to go over. Um, And what questions do you have for us today? Um, One of our questions was, um, how do I know that God really loves me? Well, he... um God doesn't express his love through uh, situations in our life, whether they're bad or good or our healings, this, that, and the other. God shows his love by one thing, and that's the cross. His death, burial, and resurrection on the cross. He died for our sins. He died for the sins of the world. And that takes a lot of love to die for the sins of the world. To sh- he shed his blood as a sacrifice for our redemption. So his love is shown to us by the cross. And that's how he expresses his love to us. And then we read his word, his, his, uh, in, uh, read the inspired word of God, the Bible. We prefer the King James, by the way. We read the word of God and the word of God tells us of his love for us. So that gives us confidence that God does love me. Even if if someone says, you know, um, I've done so much bad in my life, God surely can't love me. Yeah, right, and and that's not true. That's a lie of the devil. So. And and if you don't, and we don't feel God, we don't say, well, I don't feel God, and so He must not love me, or He doesn't answer my prayers, so He must not love me. If you get into His Word and study His Word and get into sound doctrine you will find out how much he does love you and what he's done for you. He's not only saved you, but he's given you an inheritance for eternity. Or the things that um, people go by a lot. If, if there's bad things happen in their life, they've lost their job, um, finances are not, you know, meeting ends. Um, they base the things that are happening in their lives, whether God loves them or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think some people say, oh, God must be punishing me. Mm-hmm. I can remember in the, when we when we were younger and went to church and somebody would go down to the altar and, and the pastor would say, what would you do wrong that God's punishing you? <laughs> which is baloney, so, which is not true. Yes. Yeah. Because God's uh, real, real love is toward us. It's um, faith and faith alone. It's his grace. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Michelle, would you read Ephesians 5, 1 through 2? Sure. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Or savor. Savor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smells so good. Yes. Um, Philippians uh, 2, 5, 8. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ, who being in the form of God, 
though is not robber, thought not as robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. The very, the very person, person of the Godhead, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Word, the one that created everything, everything was created by Jesus Christ, went to the cross for all and once and for all. Pam, would you read um, John uh, 1, 1 through 12? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth not. There was a man, there was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. And was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So would do we to dare to ask, does God love me? I think that's kind of an insult to God, isn't it? Right, because definitely with his grace, um, with what, he, what he, he gave us, he died on the cross before, before we were even born. And, and even when we were sinners. He knew us, but he still loved us, didn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. So. so it was no no uh, respect for, uh, respecter of persons. That's right. Okay. Did you have another question, Pam? That- um, there is one more. Um, this one says, how do I know that I am saved? How do I know that I'm saved? Well, you've got to remember that salvation is not by feelings. Salvation is by faith and faith alone. God tells us in his word, we are saved. And he doesn't lie. God tells me through his word, not man's idea, but God's idea. He is the author and finisher of our faith. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think before we go to that Corinthians, I think it's um, with that is, is part, is really that faith that you're talking about. Because um, some people find it very hard to believe that really, that is all I have to do. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they say, you know, they say, well, faith and faith alone—that's that's too easy. Say so they're, they're looking for it to be harder. Yes. Absolutely. Well, it has to be, it has to be by faith and faith alone because it's through Christ's work on the cross. It's through His blood that we're saved, not by our works, not by anything that we can do or any money that we can pay, or any anything that we can do in the church outside the church or in our lives that is extremely good in others' eyes. It has to be by Christ and Christ alone. 
Yeah, and, and when he paid that price on the cross, it was absolutely perfect for our salvation. We can't add anything to that. And how, and how do you get saved? If we read 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, Michelle, would you do that? Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which it, I preached. The gospel. You. It says the gospel. That, that's one. There's only one. The gospel. Not many gospels. Okay, go ahead. Which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. But by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Yeah, notice he, it's, he says he stands on it. It's what we're saved by, what we're saved by, what we stand on, and what we're going to be judged by. Shall we, or Pam, would you read uh, Romans 10.9? Yeah, Romans 10.9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's the word of God. That's inspired word of God, right? And God doesn't okay. lie. Um, continue on there, Michelle, or Pam with uh, Romans 2.16, if you would. Yes, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. That My gospel is Paul. This is Paul talking, and it's by mm -hmm. Paul's gospel that he received from the risen Christ. Okay. The mystery given to the Apostle Paul by the revelation from the risen Christ. That's were, what Paul was referring to. Yes. Okay. Well, I have a, Go ahead. a Go ahead. quote. I have a quote that um, I found this week I thought was pretty powerful. Um, that you are secured in Jesus Christ because of the power of God not your standard of holiness, not your personal standard of holiness. And you are assured of your salvation because of the promise of God, not because of your performance. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the thing about it is the Jew, it was performance plus faith. Yeah. It's always performance. And, and like Pam just said, it's not our performance. When Christ looks at us, when, uh, as, when, as believers, when he looks at us, he sees nothing but Jesus Christ. We are sealed, we're baptized into Jesus Christ, that's a spiritual baptism, into his death, burial, and resurrection. We're baptized into Christ, we are in Christ, we're hidden God, and when God looks towards us, he sees nothing but the Lord Jesus Christ and his righteousness. That's how, that's how they're able to that's how we're able to say that we are righteous in God's eyes because of we're in Jesus Christ. So really the answer to both of those questions was really as simple as it sounded. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. And just believe it in your heart. And, and, and of course we're not saved by works, but then once we are, we're, we're expected to work. We become ambassadors for Christ. We need to study sound doctrine, rightly dividing the word of truth, 
so we can work that in our lives and be a part of uh, God's eternal purpose. And he's predestined us, predestinated us to be Christ-like. Okay. 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 So, uh, good questions. Thank you, Pam, for bringing those for us uh, this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do we want to go back to uh, where we left off with Romans? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay, we're at um, Romans... um, where were we at? Three, oh, two, twenty-four. Uh, 24. Yeah, two, twenty-four. Two, twenty-four. Okay. okay. Yes. For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles through you, as it is written. Uh, in other words, the the Gentiles are looking at the Jews and they're and they're laughing laughing at their God because they say one thing and do something else, and 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 they're uh, putting a mark against their God. In essence, yeah, yeah. In essence, that's that's as if taking God's name in vain. We always think that taking God's name in vain is using His name with a a curse word or as a curse word. Um, but we do, as Christians, like the Gentiles were looking at the Jews, they were looking at them and they're saying they're hypocrites. They say one thing and do another. That's taking God's name in vain. As a Christian, we take God's name in vain by not living godly and the world sees that that there's no connection to where we're supposed to be yes like when you was in school that uh, one verse you had said about um the very appearance of evil what was that um remember you gave a speech or something on that one time yeah it was it was in a play that the very appearance of evil um does it gives off the wrong impression so you're, you are a light to the world, and the only light that they see and the only Christ they see is through you. Yeah, yeah. The, Paul says we are living epistles. So we're we're a living epistles, and we're we're read by the by a mm-hmm. lost world. So yes. Let's see, Michelle, would you read Isaiah fifty two five? Okay, and yeah, Pam, that was what was that high school? So that yeah, wasn't I think too it was, long ago, was it? No, it was last year. Last year, was it? It was um, the play Papa Was a Preacher. Yes. <laughs> I, remember, I remember studying with that with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Isaiah 52, 5. Now, therefore, what have I here, saith the Lord, that my people is taken away for naught? They that rule over them make them to howl, saith the Lord. And my name continually, every day, is blasphemed. Mm-hmm. And then we have Second Samuel twelve thirteen through fifteen, and David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin; thou shalt not die. Howbeit, because this deed. Thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blasphemy. The child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed unto his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was very sick. Yeah, today, but to, um, we look at the past saints down through uh, the past, uh, all the saints, 
And now since Paul has come on the scene, now we know that all those saints were uh, eternally secure. Even though they had sin, like David's sins and stuff, they, they, their sins were, they, their, lot, their salvation was secure. Once, once saved, always saved. Once a saint, always a saint. And, and the reason is because from, from Adam on up through the past was looking at the cross. They didn't know about the cross, but their salvation was paid for at the cross. Everybody in the past from Adam back that were believers, that the, the ones that had faith, were saved because of the cross. And then that continues on through, uh, through, through ages to come. Everything looks to the cross and back to the cross. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Romans um, 2, 25 through 28, 29. For circumcision verily profiteth if thou keepest the law, but if thou be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. So circumcision didn't mean anything. Therefore, if the circumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision? That's a question. And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, it is fulfilled, if it fulfill the law, judge thee, who by the letter and the circumcision does transgression transgress the law. Like tongue twi twister there. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For he is not a Jew, which is one outward, neither is that circumcision, which is inward in the flesh. Basically what he's saying there is not all Israel is Israel. The only Israel, is, the only ones that are Israel are the believers. So all Israel is not Israel. But, but he, he is a Jew, which is one inward, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. And then we'll come back to this, um, and we'll go back, we'll start at Romans 7, 6, to further um, talk about this uh, here in just a few moments. So uh, join us back here right after commercial. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? 
Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel you are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to Why Paul. I am your host, uh, Michelle Mix. Welcome back. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pamela Lampton. Let's see if we have some questions about uncirc- or circumcision and uncircumcision. The Jews were circumcised, and that showed that was a sign of the covenant that God had made. And, uh, and they were depending on that covenant. And, of course, circum- uh, circumcision means cutting away something that's not good or cutting away the flesh. And uh, so this was a sign uh, that was given to the Jews as they were a Jew. So the, the circumcision, so they were depending on this covenant that was made. And because they were Jews, they felt they were righteous. They were depending on their their own righteousness because they've gotten away from the from 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 the righteous teachings from from God. They've gone in in their own way. So, yeah, so that's so why that's why not all Israel is Israel. It's the believers that are Israel, which is a true circumcision, because the and when he's talking about the circumcision of the heart. That means we were we were born we were we were born sinners, and because we were born because we were born sinners, we sin. So when we become believers, we cut away the old man. The old man is nailed to the cross. Uh, the old man, the old nature, the sin nature, no longer controls our soul. It's cut away. Mm-hmm. And then the, we're not, and instead of being led by our lust and our, and our uh, sin nature, now we're led by the Holy Spirit. And uh, our soul is, or our person, our soul is led by the Holy Spirit instead of being led by our sin nature. So they, because we're dead, because we were nailed to the cross, 
And, of course, we won't realize that into fruition until the rapture comes. We'll get rid of this fleshly body. But in God's eyes, the flesh has been cut away. The flesh is no longer controlling our spirit and our soul. It's the spirit of God that's controlling us now. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yes. And so there's actually, there is a difference between Peter's gospel of the circumcision and then there's Paul's gospel of the uncircumcision. Yeah, Pe- so, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Which, which is actually, so Peter's gospel requires the keeping of commandments while Paul's gospel does not. So it's, it's obvious that the gospel of the uncircumcision and the gospel of the circumcised are not simply two different names for the same message, but they're two entirely different messages. And then, of course, that goes into, you know, why, why we're talking about Paul's message. That's why Paul. The, the, mm-hmm. the Jews, the gospel in times past, uh, through Christ's earthly ministry and the 12 apostles, that was the gospel of the kingdom. That was for the circumcision, which is the Jew, the gospel of the kingdom. That's earthly. Paul comes along, uh, the risen Christ calls out Paul, and that's the gospel of grace. There's only one gospel today. The Jew and the Gentile have to come in through that same gospel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gospel of grace. And so they, yeah. they use in these verses, um, they're using the term circumcision, uncircumcised, because they're using that to talk about the law. Uh, yeah, about, he's, you know about the before and the after. Yeah, because he's the talking why to, they're referring to that. Yeah, he's talking to Jews. Jews are saying they're righteous because of their circumcision, mm-hmm. and Paul's saying no, you're wrong there because uh, Israel has fallen, and and cry and the God is not dealing with Israel at this time. He will start dealing with them after the the body of Christ is out of here after we're raptured out then prophecy will continue on. But at this point, Israel has fallen, and an individual Jew has to come in the same way as the Gentiles. And just salvation. the difference between the circumcision and uncircumcision is, is basically saying that there's the difference between the law and grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, it would be like depend. an example. Sorry, Go it would ahead. be like an example of somebody saying, well, my ancestors, all the way back to my great-grandfather, went to this particular church. And we all know God through that church. So I can't leave because of tradition. But I know that, you know, we're going to be, we're saved because we have been in this church for all of my ancestors. Yeah, I And they born, stay in that church. Yeah, I was born a Christian. Right. <laughs> I was born so, same, so that's a simple illustration of the argument here that Paul's trying to say that we're now now in the age of grace. It doesn't matter with your tradition or what your connection to that tradition is. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the gospel of Christ. Yeah, because Paul condemns religion. He condemns tradition. He condemns holy days and, and sacred days. He, he, he condemns ordinances. God, actually, the risen Christ condemned them through Paul. Paul writes these things down, what Christ has given him. But he condemns all that. So. 
So, so if we go back into believing we have to do these things, do this, that, and the other, then we're putting ourselves back under the law. Yes. And, and we'll be judged by the law. Because today, so it's, it's where in the Old Testament dispensation, uh, men were executed for failure to obey, like the Sabbath day, like you were saying, the different yeah. religious days. So they, they were um, executed for failure to obey the Sabbath. But today, we're told that no man can judge us if we choose not to observe the Sabbath. Yeah, the Sabbath was for the Jews anyway, say. That was, that was given to the Jews, the nation of Israel. Every day is a Sabbath for us. Every day is a holy day for us as believers. And, and, and we don't have a religion. Come and say, what's your religion? We don't have a religion. We have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. We're a part of his body. And God is our father. And we're sons of God. And that's a relationship. Pam, would you read uh, Romans 7, 6, please? Yes. Romans 7, 6. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve the newness of spirit and not the oldness of the letter. Yeah, don't talk about the letter. That's the law. But we don't serve the law or the letter or the laws or tradition. We're a brand new creation. We're, we're a brand new humanity. Okay. Um, that ends us on um, chapter two. I think we can start uh, in uh, Romans three, chapter three of Romans. Okay. And the advantage, and this is the advantage of the Jew, works to his greater condemnation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, let me read um, Romans 3, 1 through 4. What advantage then hath the Jew? Or what profit is there in circumcision? Much every way, chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. In other words, God gave them this Ten Commandments. For what if some did not believe, Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? That's a question. God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that thou mayest be justified in the saying, and mightest overcome when thou art judged. Um, Michelle, would you read uh, Psalms 51.4? Against thee, thee only, have I sinned. And done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. And verse uh, 3, 5. But if our unrighteousness commended the righteousness of God, what shall we say? Is God unrighteous, who taketh vengeance? I speak as a man. Pam, would you read uh, Romans 3.21? Romans 3.21. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Okay, what do you think that means? Um, 
that God's righteousness is being lifted up. Above the law. Above that, the law. Right. Yeah. And the reason we, um, this is a Bible study, and the reason we compare verses to verses mm-hmm. is so that we get a, a better look on and what we're, what we're uh, trying to um, express. Um, so it's a Bible study. It's, we're not here to entertain. We're to present the Word of God and the truth. Okay. I'll read um, 3 6. But the right, I'll go back to, but, the, but our righteousness commendeth to the righteousness of God. What shall we say? Is God unrighteous who taketh vengeance? I speak as a man. God forget, forbid, for then how shall God judge the world? When he's talking about the world, he's talking about mankind. And, and if he's not a righteous judge, how can he judge if he's not righteous? He has to judge by the law, because the law is holy and righteous. Christ died on the cross. He fulfilled the law, and he judges by that. Um, Pam, uh, Pam, would you read for uh, Matthew 4, 8? Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And showing the, the worldly governments. Okay. So that was the devil who would take Christ. Was yeah. Was that the temptation, right? Mm-hmm. Before he was crucified. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll read uh, Romans 3, 7. For if the truth of God hath more abound through my lie unto his glory, why yet am I also judged a sinner? And not rather, as we be slanderously reported, and as some affirm that we say, let us do evil, that good may come, whose damnation is just. The final verdict is the whole world is guilty before God. And I, and I think we're running out of time here. Um, yes, so. So if we're um, ending with that is is perfect because we have the answer for that. If the final verdict is the whole world is guilty before God, what is our what is the resolve to that? Yeah, and the answer to that is we're all guilty, and we're guilty, and we're going to suffer the wrath of God. But the Lord Jesus Christ took that wrath upon Himself by dying on the cross, the Son of God shed his blood, he was buried, and he rose again with power over sin and death and sits at the right hand of God. If we believe that in our hearts, we become a new creation. It's that easy. And with that, uh, thank you everyone for listening today. And you can always um, go to Voice America and you can listen to previous um, uh, uh, shows and um, get, you know, some different information uh, from that. Uh, So we thank you, and thank you, Pam, for joining us. And we will see everybody uh, or um, listen with everybody next week. Good night.
You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com and please join Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. 